Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsoring partner, the Campaign for Black Male Achievement. CBMA is a national membership network that's built a vibrant community of over 5,700 members and more than 2,700 organizations that's been working together over the past decade to build beloved communities across America where black men and boys are healthy, thriving, and enabled to achieve their fullest potential. If you're interested in learning more, hop on over right now to tbpod.com slash partners and consider joining the membership or donating to help them scale the impact of this growing field of black male achievement. You're listening to the trailblazers.fm podcast, where we'll explore the stories of today's successful black professionals, entrepreneurs, and leaders. Join us to access the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished professionals and come away with the know-how, confidence, and motivation you'll need to blaze your trail. And now here's your host, Stephen A. Hart. What's up, Blaze Nation? We are ending yet another amazing quarter. We're now, we only have a half year left. Can you believe that? In not only the year, but the decade. And I'm going to encourage you to reach out. Let me know how you guys are doing. Hit me up on Twitter at Stephen A. Hart or at TBPod. I want to know how you are progressing toward your goals and your long-term vision. Many of you have heard me talk about BHAGs, those big, hairy, audacious goals that we set for the long term. And I personally love to do BHAGs over a 10-year window and allow that to then inform what I get done year to year. This is the first time that you're hearing me talk about personal branding and mission and vision planning. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episodes 131 and 132 of Trailblazers.fm. We have so many new listeners in our community. Many of you came on an earlier part of this year. We took on quite a number of new listeners through the Apple feature that happened back in Black History Month. And so again, wanting to welcome you all here. I don't often talk on the podcast in a solo episode type approach. And so I'm encouraging myself to do that at the end of each quarter and bring you up to speed a bit more on me and what's happening with your host. Many of you know I'm a very entrepreneurial being. And while I host this amazing podcast and speak publicly at different events and media, I don't consult as much anymore. But all of these things aren't a full-time play for me. They're still very much a passion play, something I do for fun. It's not so much uh, full-time income and revenue to me. I'm still very much gainfully employed, partly to help ensure I can keep this happy wife, happy life situation <laughs> at the heart house because you know the wife wants to know that these daycare payments are being paid every month, right? For the better part of nine years, we've had daycare payments that are more expensive than our mortgage. So gets real out here in Maryland. (laughs) But for those reasons, I've opted to keep the podcast and these entrepreneurial desires of mine to a side hustle more than being the main squeeze, right? And so the side of Stephen that is employed as a marketing professional is not one I often talk about on the show. And I don't know why, but maybe I should consider doing more of that. I'll let you guys listen to today's episode and tell me if you like this type of content and you want to hear more of it in the future. But anyhow, I thought today would be a great opportunity to sort of journal 
this milestone, this shift, because I recently transitioned jobs. And so I thought today I could share five takeaways that helped me through this transition to how I stepped into positioning myself to secure what I'm terming the best job ever. So let's go ahead and get started. Takeaway number one, I want you guys to get clear on where you're going to need to pivot. I had to get clear on where I was going to need to pivot, right? Almost a year ago, I heard something on the job that gave me pause about my future with that company. And it was one of those light bulb moments. I knew at that point in time, I needed to begin the process of an upcoming shift, an upcoming pivot. And I'd been with the company at that point for almost five years. And so I began the process of exploring what the future could and might look like. How that transpired, I had to take some time, right? Over several months, several weeks that followed to begin looking back at my BHAGs, looking at the vision I documented, I wanted for myself. I looked at what I had already accomplished. I really began to have this you know, heart-to-heart conversation, if you will, with myself and began asking some really tough questions. Who was I becoming? What was I happiest doing? What did I really, really want to do next with my life? And was it just going to be for the money? Was it going to be something that I was really passionate about? How was this next decision going to impact what mattered most to me and also to my family? And so there are a couple of things that, you know, over time as I'm processing some of this, because this is what it wasn't just a one day event. It was something, again, that I'm processing these thoughts, right? But over time, it came clear during that season of me doing this sort of self-audit that I wanted to remain a marketing professional, but I wanted to incorporate some of the skills I developed on the side as a podcaster and all the things that podcasting had exposed me to in this new media channel. I want to be able to work to bring some of that into my next nine to five, if at all possible. And so I knew I wanted to connect with an organization that was going to embrace all of who I am and see the value I could bring, right? Because the biggest thing for me was that I didn't want to have to show one side of me during the daytime and only be able to expose the best parts of who I was becoming at night, right? So that self-audit helped me to gain clarity on the 2.020, that 20 20 version of Stephen that I was wanting to develop. So brings me to my second takeaway. I had to begin to build awareness around a future version of me. I began a slow and deliberate process to take much of what I had taught others to do. I began to focus on optimizing my own personal brand. That encompassed, as far as a career search, my resume and specifically my LinkedIn profile began to be framed to tell a certain story about me that I wanted to share. And so the lesson here is understand that you're in control of the story others are going to see about you online. You're the one that has control of that. And you want to make sure you're positioning yourself toward the type of opportunity you're looking for. That required me to carefully begin crafting the right sorts of messaging, also the right type of visual brand identity. That would hopefully attract a very targeted set of organizations. And here's the key piece, repel everyone else. I've talked about targeting a bit in podcast conversations, in public speeches. 
And the truth is that the practical side of that in the context of a career search is absolutely not warm or immediately welcoming as a feeling. I had several conversations over that period of time that conversations were very engaging. The rules were somewhat interesting, but there are several instances where I'd be talking to recruiters or employers who would hear about a podcast or other things that I had an interest in and that were somewhat on the side in that present day environment. And they'd encourage me to minimize or to hide that. And so it forced me to make some tough decisions to figure out, okay, you know, was that really what I wanted? And I remember going through several rounds of interviews, one with a large real estate firm regarding a role that was really appealing to me. But as we went through, I realized that it wasn't in alignment with the vision that I had for myself. It wasn't in line with what I wanted for me and for my family life. And I had to stop that process. And for a brief while, I can't lie, it concerned me. You know, it was frustrating at times. So you have to keep that in mind, right? You have to understand that you are playing the long game, right? And you are looking at that vision and allowing that to help you make tough decisions in what sometimes, because we get caught up in the noise of the day-to-day and the short term. And sometimes we allow that to inform a decision that is rushed and is not necessarily the best thing for you downhill, right? So another thing too, I shared, you know, that I crafted the copy and the story for my resume and LinkedIn. I can't stress enough how important that LinkedIn profile is. For those of you who are not as aware Many of you have a LinkedIn profile and you have your name, you have your employers in there, but I can't stress home enough how much it is important that you fill out all of your LinkedIn profile, that you separate yourself from the crowd on your LinkedIn profile, because it's an expansion of the framing of that resume and that story. LinkedIn is visited today by more than a hundred million active daily users and recruiters and employers are now actively using the platform daily not only to network, but to recruit and to vet candidates. And I was able to use LinkedIn to my advantage in this job search process. And I'll talk more about that, but you have to develop your online personal brand for your career search. And I'm going to say that LinkedIn without question is going to be one of the most important digital channels that will have an impact in how others view you in that impression that is generated from your digital footprint, right? So Takeaway number three, I want you to position yourself as a knowledgeable and a credible solution to whoever that organization is that you're trying to create a connection and a relationship with. I recently tweeted that many of us in a live setting, we give everything we've got. And in many cases, we put ourselves in debt in some cases over our social status and our positioning. We care so much about where we live, the location, the size of our house. We care about the brand of car we drive. We care about the schools and the colleges our kids attend. We put stock into the brand of the company we work for and our job title. And maybe you're that kind of person or maybe not, but I think each of us cares about at least some of those things, right? But we don't give enough value, I don't think, to our digital status and impression that is left there. When someone Googles you, the results that they find are a digital first impression of you, right? For a recruiter or an employer, more than 90% of them are going to absolutely end up on your LinkedIn profile. 
right? And what they see there is going to leave them either more or less inclined to hire you. So my advice is that you take the time, begin to optimize your LinkedIn profile. At the very least, have a polished profile photo that fits your brand. So what that means is that I'm a marketer and my profile, the profile picture I have now is a lifestyle headshot of me that connects to the type of people I'm trying to attract. But the same style of photo might not, you know, it might be too casual. If say you're a financial advisor, maybe you're a corporate executive, and maybe you need to establish more credibility using a headshot of you in a suit and tie, for example. So take the time to create something visually appealing for not only your profile photo, but also your cover photo, right? Your cover photo, the photo that wraps your headshot, right? You don't need much, but it just needs to not be the default rectangle image that's there, right? You don't have to have any sort of images or text, really. You could do something like a nice gradient. If you've defined some colors that you like for your brand, you can maybe blend that into it. But I would just tell you, get away from that default pattern that's on nine of 10 other profiles on LinkedIn. Help yourself to stand out, right? Give thought to how you need to craft and position yourself visually. Another great tip to take the time to focus on is your summary section within your LinkedIn profile. Craft a succinct but very engaging summary. Learn to pepper in keywords that are going to help people who are searching for your title, searching for your skills on LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a very robust search engine. And to be mindful of the keywords that you have in there. Also, you have the ability to utilize media throughout your profile to help that LinkedIn profile to pop more. So if you have images or videos or articles that you think could help to paint and expand the right picture for those visiting your profile, add those and add them in the right areas of your profile, whether it's in your summary section or for the different employer sections, right? Work those in. More important than anything is giving a recruiter or an employer a quick view of why they want to consider taking the next step to reach out to you, right? That's what you want. You want them to be able to see your profile and say, I need to reach out to this person to arrange a phone conversation or to learn more, right? So understand and answer that question. What problem am I going to help this company solve? You want when they read your profile to know you can help them to solve this type of problem by them bringing you on into their organization, right? So Takeaway number four, you've got to jump. (laughs) As crazy simple as that sounds, I know more of you than would probably care to admit are talking about applying for a new job and moving into something different, but you're not doing a dang thing to change your frustrations, right? And change your situation. You've not applied for any new jobs. You're afraid of the great unknowns. You're afraid of having to interview again for another job. Maybe you haven't done a job interview in years. You're afraid of what might actually happen next. And I get it. And I can appreciate where you are. But here's the thing. You're never going to get out of the room you're stuck in if you never open the door to new opportunities. I remember my, (laughs) I'm deathly afraid of heights. And I remember skydiving with my sister and one of my best friends several years back. And I remember going up in that airplane and seeing us climb to an altitude of almost 14,000 feet. And that door opened, you know, and yeah, I paid a lot of money to get strapped up to this tandem jumper and go in an airplane and fly up to 14,000 feet. 
and stand in the door of this perfectly good airplane. But if I didn't jump, you know, I would not have had that experience, right? I rode up to that height and stood in the door of that plane, staring out at something frightening and unknown. But even at that point, I was still blind to what was ahead. And it wasn't until I jumped out the door of that plane and sped up to 100 miles an hour did I experience what was simply amazing. It wasn't a roller coaster feeling that I really do hate. I hate that feeling of my stomach going up into my chest. And that's not what it was, right? It felt more like me floating on the surface of a pool. And it was, you know, the fear of you jump off the roof of a house, you know, you're about to hit the floor. You don't have that feeling when you're 14,000 feet in the air. You can see the whole earth, it feels like, right? And it was an amazing heavenly feeling that I only would experience when I actually jumped. And so you've got to be able to jump to justify your fear or your opportunities, right? Nothing bad will happen if you don't jump, but you won't change or grow either if you don't. So you have to take the next step. You have to begin applying for jobs, right? After I got my brand where I wanted it, after I fixed my LinkedIn, after I fixed my resume, I began to take the next steps to apply to new opportunities. I applied to a variety of different marketing roles in different industries even, right? Some were what I was doing. Others were completely different type of roles, different types of industries. Some of them I didn't know much about, but I took that approach. I cast a wide net. One of the positions I applied for on LinkedIn made its way to the desk of my new boss. Yes, I applied for my job now on LinkedIn. And she reminded me after I'd gotten through the entire process that I was one of 700 applicants she'd received. And I don't know, obviously, you know, LinkedIn didn't get me the job, right? I still had to go through countless job interviews and sell myself, right? And prove that this was the right type of connection. But I was discovered there. And I'm certain that my attention to the fine details helped me to separate myself from the crowd of those 700 other applicants. So ask yourself that question. If someone happens to land on my LinkedIn profile for whatever reason, right? Because we're talking about the scenario of you looking for a new job, but it could be you looking at a business partnership, a future date, a future client. You know, would they like what they're seeing? Are they going to be inclined to take the next step? I'm happy. I applied and things progressed as they did. And it brings me to my final takeaway for today. Takeaway number five, no matter what, I'm going to encourage you to be you, to be your own unique person. I was offered a job opportunity to be where I am today because I was talented and I was skilled as a marketer, yes. But I believe if you ask my team, they chose me because of my authenticity. I told them about all sides of Steve Nehart, right? The guy who was a marketing and communications manager, but also the guy who was a top-rated podcaster and a brand strategist and a proud husband and a father. I told him about me and, and what drives me and what I had a passion to do with my life. I went all in. I pushed all my chips into the pot and said, bet, right? And for that, I got what I believe today to be the best job ever. I'm now being asked to do what I genuinely love to do and get paid for it. And there are other amazing perks to this opportunity that I landed, right? I'm now working with one of the largest and most respected cybersecurity training organizations on the planet. I've got the opportunity to now work with really smart and entrepreneurially minded 
professionals day to day. I get to work remotely from my home office 100% of the time if I'm not traveling to events. And I get to create amazing content and podcasts and videos and hopefully, you know, so much more. But would this have happened if I didn't take this approach? Would I have turned down, you know, some of the other okay opportunities that had initially come, you know, would I have known what success looked like if I didn't have that clarity, if I didn't clearly define my vision for the long term and what I wanted, right? Anything is possible, but I would like to believe that my strategic approach is what led to the success I've experienced this spring. And so I want each of you to get clear. Again, get clear on your vision. If you are ready to pivot from where you are now, begin to explore where you are, explore your vision, explore the impact you want to make and have on the world. Ask yourself those tough questions to determine how you'll need to position and pivot yourself for that next move. Begin to position yourself digitally. Optimize your personal brand. Tweak that messaging and your brand identity, the visual elements to be able to attract the right types of people and organizations you really want to begin working with. And remember that you are not for everyone. So you're going to need to be comfortable knowing that you will repel those that you don't want. And that's okay. Remember that when you've got done with crafting and tweaking and optimizing, you got to jump out of the plane, right? Lastly, you've got to remain authentic to who you are and what you're wanting to do. Don't paint a picture of something or someone that you think somebody else needs or wants. Pushing all your chips, bet on you, bet on your strengths, bet on your passion, bet on the things that you love and would love to do if they weren't going to pay you a red cent to do it, right? And thank you to my new work crew, my new team. If you're checking out this episode, I'm excited and looking forward to the years ahead working with you. I'm going to give you guys my all because you also made a bet on me. Friends, this is the end of today's episode. Hope you found value in these takeaways and I hope it inspires you to adjust your approach as you look for that next opportunity. Hit me up right now over on Twitter at Steve Nahart or at TBPod and tell me your favorite takeaway from this episode. Hope you guys have a blessed and enjoyable summer. As a reminder, over the next several weeks, you're going to be listening to our Masterclass series with a bunch of amazing past guests of the podcast that are going to bring you tremendous gems and wisdom and lots of actionable advice. And I will be taking a break <laughs> this summer and getting prepared for an amazing fall on the trailblazers.fm podcast. Be blessed and be a blessing. God bless. I'm Steve Nehart, and you've been listening to the Trailblazers.fm podcast. If you're not yet doing so, consider following Trailblazers.fm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and feel free to connect with me over on LinkedIn. Whenever you're posting stories or social media posts about Trailblazers.fm, be sure to use the hashtag TBPod and hashtag MissionFuel. We'll be able to see you, and I'll be able to show some love. And in case you're not aware, our show notes for all our episodes can be found on our website over at tbpod.com. 
Now, if today was your first time listening, I just want to say big ups, enough respect for checking us out. You've made this Jamaican guy really happy that you're here with us today. And I'd love your help with keeping this black excellence flowing each and every week. So if you haven't yet subscribed, hop on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search trailblazers.fm and subscribe, rate, and review us there. Be sure to browse through some of our past episodes. There are more than 150 published episodes now, and a little something is out there for everyone to help keep the knowledge flowing. We grow when you, as part of our Blazer Nation community, shares and invites your friends and family to listen to an episode you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories are going to be moved to make significant changes that have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday morning at 5 a.m. Eastern. Blaze Nation, go out today and find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail.